Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Great Northern Cackle. I am your host, Brenton Birdall, and tonight I am joined by two very special people. To my right, I have my ride or die, my 24-hour lady, um, always there looking out for me. We got, are we just going by straight Lissa now, or what are we doing? I don't know. Pick a new name. Get on that mic. Lissa's fine. Lissa's, Lissa's <laughs> she's great. such a fucking. Lissa's great. <laughs> And across a very great and powerful Mike Bakken. Welcome, Mike Bakken. Hello. Consecutively, <laughs> the the most requested guest that's never been on. So, um, welcome. Thank you, sir. We are coming to you live um, from Brewer Lake Campground. Um, it's a beautiful night. It's sweatshirt weather. Um, we currently have quite the setup. Um, I guess we could call it base camp, family base camp, where the kids run the show. Um, it's like everyone's sleeping. We kind of got the place to ourselves. Uh, we are currently set up at a picnic table in the middle of, I guess we could call this our nature studio. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely nature studio. Mike Bakken, long time listener. First First time time, caller. First time caller. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have I asked you to be on here, you think? Probably about 14. So you were... You listen to the What's Up podcast, which you shouldn't listen to because now it belongs to those goddamn Canucks. So quit listening to it once again. Please stop listening to the What's Up podcast. Don't do it. It just, we don't make, we don't really get anything from it. I can't tell that you, I'm joking. You can go on there. I know. You could get a pretty good, like, you could really analyze my life if you started at, like, episode one of the What's Up cast and worked your way through. But, so... How we ended up here was a couple months ago, Mike was like, oh, I'm going to buy a camper. And I was like, oh, good for you. Yeah, you're one of those camper people. <laughs> and I was like, let's go check them out. So we went and fucking took a look through in the middle of winter, walked through a couple. And I was like, wow, this is these are pretty nice. I could probably get into this. So here we are, what, five months later. Um, Mike has a, pretty much what we would call a 44-foot fuck you land yacht. Um, I'm just gonna say land you could yacht. fit an F-15 in the back, probably, if they folded the wings. And I have a 24-foot Wildwood, which does us just fine. But his camper next to my camper, it's quite the fucking comparison. You could fit our camper inside in his, his camper. <laughs> Mine is obscenely large. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I've known Mike for, fuck, 10 years? 10 or 11 years, yeah. Yeah. Bring that fucker right in there. Right in there. Yeah, there you go. Just like that. Whoa. It's a live show in the forest. <laughs> We're still working things out. You produce a podcast in the goddamn forest, right? I got to start every show off kind of pissed off, but you set up a fucking show in a fucking campground. We're, we're so On many- On a plastic So dipped- many fucking- Cord, so many cords had to come together for this. Hold on. Everything's still loose. We're coming back. So many cords had to be found. We had to rip a fucking SD card out of a dash cam. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. That's yeah. out of my truck, yeah. yes. And if anybody knows Mike or me, we've been at the lake all day, so you know what the fuck that means. <laughs> we were better than normal, but it's still, you know what I'm saying? Kids get to you. I want a fucking pot pocket. The power wheels are fucking dead. It's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where's that Tito's at? Just joking, but seriously. 
little little jingle for the crew. You know Tito's. what I'm saying? Let's let's put it up in the middle. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. If you're drinking and you're listening to this, this will be the first cheers of the night. I like to take it back to some What's Up podcast kind of segments, and we're going to start this podcast with what are you drinking? What do you got in your cup? I have Monster Tito's. Monster Tito's. Purple, purple Monster and some Tito's. Oh, keeping it sugar-free out here. Trying to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Stay slim. Lissa, you don't even know it's in your drink because I mixed it. <laughs> yeah. I think you got a little vodka, a little uh, black cherry soda water with a shot of Mio Energy because we're trying to get it fucking going out here tonight. Perfect. I'm drinking the same thing. <laughs> and water. Slamming water. Tried to stay dehydrated. I pissed yellow syrup earlier. You I was are like, staying, you're trying to stay dehydrated? Yeah, I'm trying to stay dehydrated. Yeah, oh, I want to no. see. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Piss toothpaste. Said. Yeah, I, exactly. Piss toothpaste. What are those fucking candies that are like honey? Like the, what, bunches of honey? Bit of honey. Bit of honey. Yeah. At some point, it's just a bit of honey is going to fucking shoot right out of my dick. It's, that's how dry it's going to be. It's like shitting an acorn. That makes me want to throw up. Okay. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> if you did the show now and then threw up, I bet you'd be different after you threw up. What's it going to take to get you to throw up on Mike? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, hear that? That's a baby in the camper. This is real life. All right, Mike, give us your story. Mike's a local boy. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Amenia, North Dakota, Casta, North Dakota, and Wheatland, North Dakota. Um, we are currently, oh God, probably 13 miles from where I grew up right now with my mom and dad. The heartland. The heartland. Of southeast North Dakota. Yep. They, mom and dad still live out in Wheatland. Um, great place to live. A town of about 52 people. So you're the product of a 50-person of a town. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I would love to live there again. Really? I truly would. Small yep. town, you know what I'm Small saying? Small town. I currently live in in North Fargo, North Dakota, and it's, it's a little too big for me right now. Me too, man. Would love to live out in the country. Fuck that town, I'm a, I'm a country boy. Yeah, he's a country boy Straight at heart. Up country boy. So your high school had like, what, 15 people graduating class, or was it a- like- 67. Ooh! Big time. All dudes. Yep. <laughs> there was three girls there was three girls maybe did they change dresses at prom when they fucking went with five different guys or what nah, probably probably pretty popular did you have a high school sweetheart from there i did not because there was only three of them there was only three of them um and you look the way you look i was a total hick <laughs> in high school and loved every second was? of it was yeah, it still am. let me still am. yeah right like let, let me just break it down like loud exhaust Fucking shitty pickup. 1978 Dodge pickup with a glass pack. Not two. <laughs> just a just glass one. Pack. Reversed for extra nope. neighborhood effect. I put the oil in it and burnt out the glass. Oh my God. <laughs> Top shelf. <laughs> which, which, so 1978. How did you acquire the car? Where did you find it? That was my dad's pickup. He bought that. In 1994, and then uh, just it sat for a couple of years, and then I started driving it. He just gave it to you? He, I had to buy it from him for, I 
think 500 bucks. <laughs> Silver spoon? Jeez. Never paid him for it. <laughs> Didn't give him a dime. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yep. So, yeah, it was a it was a copper-colored pickup, and his the guys that worked f- with him, they put a red bug deflector on it and wrote Dodge Zilla across the front. Oh, my God. So it was Dodge Zilla. So you, Zilla. you were known in the halls as, as fucking Dodge Zilla? Dodge Zilla. Did that hurt you or help you? That didn't do anything for Does me. Any, could, could anyone roll up here since we're out in your neck of the woods and be like, fucking Dodge Zilla? A lot of people. Really? Yep. Yeah, I was known for Dodgezilla. That's you? Did, didn't get me anything, but I was known for Dodgezilla. Well, uh, you're going to be known because if it isn't something, you just made it something. So <laughs> congratulations. Thank you, sir. Um, Mike is a co-owner of the company that I work for. Um, I worked with Mike um, nine years ago, eight years ago, before you bought the company. You just worked for the company with me, Correct. right? Correct. Then you guys essentially had were just kind of in the infancy stages of taking over um and then i went on to do other like different things and then you guys bought the company and then i ended up uh leaving the big fucking rat race not even the rat race just you know what i'm saying kind of a different vibe smaller company and then i came back which i've talked about before on the podcast to go work with fucking the homies really i mean yes Trevor, shout out to Trevor. He probably won't listen to this. He'll he'll say he's gonna, but he won't. So we we, we tried. Well, you left me. So what's that? I said, well, you left me. So. I left you for work. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I did leave. Lissa. Yeah, everybody knows the story. Lissa's still working for the company before, and I had to make a transfer over. But um. Did you, I'm did you, you what do you think you were going to be driving fucking Dodgezilla? What do you want to be? I wanted to be a diesel mechanic. I went to Wapton in 1997 through 99, graduated 99 as a diesel mechanic. Was going to be a diesel mechanic, but then things fell through and started in the petroleum equipment industry in 2003. The year I graduated high school. Do you want to know how old I was in that? No. What, 13? 2003. Um, 1991, let's do math. You're 12. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Diesel mechanics, fuck that, right? Yes. I, Why was that not for you? Um, Don't play with the table, we can hear it. Not okay, to make you nervous, sorry. but no, you're all um, right. Seeing the guys that had been doing it for 20 years... We're all grumpy they're, motherfuckers. They're, they weren't grumpy. It was they're all crippled up, and their arms are all crippled, and their and knuckles are all big, knuckles and weird. big, and arms, arms all pinched up, and their backs all humped, humped over. Was there like one fucking day that you knew, like when you when you're like fuck this? Do you remember the time when you're like I don't want to do this anymore? Did you have a different job opportunity and you decided to go the other way? Or I got fired. Fuck yeah. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Me too. I've been fired, and it was the best um, thing that ever I, happened to I, me. I, I got fired. Um, best thing that ever happened to me because it made me grow up. I had a one-year-old son. And shout out to Hayden. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Shout out to Hayden. Um, I was fired, and then I needed a job. So I w- went and worked for a farmer friend of mine for about 
five, six months, went and worked for another company and then fell into petroleum petroleum. You pulled up in fucking Dodge Zillow and they're like, this is our guy. I did not have Dodge <laughs> oh, at the time, no. Did you have like a, a early 90s Buick? Because that would fit the farm help. You oh, <laughs> it gets better. Oh, go on. 1989 Honda Civic. Oh, my oh, God. My Loose. Oh, when they oh. were boxy? Oh, it was terrible. Oh, fuck. It was terrible. That car actually got stolen one time. <laughs> In about 2004, it got stolen out of my driveway. And, they uh, gave it back because they didn't no. fucking want it. They're like, so, forget so, it. So it got stolen, and they reported it to the cops. And then they that was later that. Hold happened. on, I just I have to. I'm I I'm I'm going to add some audio in. Hopefully everything works. We have internet access. Just listen to this ad. I turned it down. Okay. Usually I just run the ad right through because I because Super Eight Motels paid for it. You need to take a break. You got to pee. Go pee. Yeah. Mike's taking his first piss break, 11.35, document it for the show. I haven't hit pod yet, pause yet, so we're still rolling because I don't have a light. So they stole your 1989 Honda Civic? Yes. Did you think they had a dream? Were they headed east by chance? They actually were headed east. Wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> so they they stole it out of my driveway and... Called it into the police, and about three hours later, they called and said it was in town about 46 miles, 48 miles from Fargo, east of Fargo. 40 mile, 48 miles east? They had a short time to get there, probably. They did. They had a fucking plan. They did have a plan. And the cops called and go, I think they rolled it. And I go, <laughs> well, why do you think they rolled it? Well, the root, the because it's hood, upside down. The, the hood is all caved in. I said, "Nah, it's like that." Oh. <laughs> then they go. We think they hot wired because all, all the wires are pulled down. All the wires <clears throat> are pulled down, and I go, "Nah, that was like that." <laughs> well, well, well then th- come get your fucking car. Then I was like, then they're like, "Oh, I think they." They had a plan. They had a plan. So then the cops called and looked like it was rolled, looked like it was hot wired, all that stuff. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no I did that. No, 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 no. Yeah, that was me. That was. Then, well, it's in the impound lot in, in Frazee, Minnesota. Oh, my God. And I go, um, of course it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then, well, you got to pay 100 and. Fifty dollars to get it out of impound, and they go. So I have to pay to get my stolen car out of impound. They go. Yep. Go, Whatever. <laughs> That's bullshit, though. It is bullshit. Yeah. They somebody stole my car, and you had to pay and to, I get, had it to, pay to get it out of impound. To get it out of impound because of like the tow charge or the what? tow charge because exactly. of like where they found it and then they took it yep. somewhere. It was, it was abandoned in some rural road um, east of Frazee. And they they impounded into Frazee. Let's what? just talk about fucking tow truck companies for a minute. Oh, like how the fuck do you sleep at night? Like really? Like <laughs> they're 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 ambulance. I mean, no hate, I guess, but it's pretty slippery, right? Hundred dollars, car stolen, down on your luck. Fucking Dodgezilla's dead. 
You're driving this fucking 89 rice burner, listening to, what were you listening to in 89? Or This is what, like two, 90? This is 2003. 2003, so you're probably so a Creed fan? Creed or... Britney Spears. Britney Spears, yeah. Yeah, she had some bangers. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about her? Have you seen her, like, have you seen her, like, since she got the... What is it called? Oh yeah, this this is a nightly podcast. Emancipation. Emancip- she got emancipated from her dad's. But like that essentially, was he was the what is it? The fuck who knows? He kind of like power of attorney. Yeah, but... right. And then it got reversed, and then she just like put a bunch of like weird slutty shit on fucking. Was it Instagram? Instagram. But then she she was pregnant. Now she's pregnant again. She had a miscarriage today. Oh, or yesterday fuck. or something. Oh. So, yes. Shout so, out to Brittany. Sorry yep, about that. Very, very, very sorry for her. Wow, I didn't even mean to bring that up, but nope. Br- leave it to Mike to fucking know the facts. Pop facts, the fucking Mike Bakken. Holy shit. Sorry that I even brought her up. Right. Right? I don't even know. Fucking, I was trying to, I was going to play something else, but we probably should play a little Britain. No, you know what? Fuck it. I'm playing some Creed. Fuck it. Everyone talks shit about Creed. This is what I want to talk about. We'll get back to the Honda, but how many people fucking hate creed and hate nickelback i used to love creed there was like a time from like 2012 to 2017 that you could not admit that you liked creed or nickelback but but if you were at like a rodeo or a hockey game and they fucking that shit came on you know secretly you're drinking your PBR fucking doing your little dance in your fucking seat you know yeah, what i mean everybody was banging to it well i just heard the news today is fucking Scott Stapp doing roundhouse kicks on the stage. That's fucking entertainment. Get a fucking, get a YouTube ad. Yeah, our first YouTube ad. YouTube wants you to try it for free, everybody. YouTube, hit me up. Who the fuck's this guy? I don't even know who this guy is. He paid for this ad, though. So everybody go to Pedal Monster and fucking, I don't even know. You probably know what Pedal Monster is. Oh, how does this make you feel? Is this what is this what you're rocking to in the Honda? You're like three girls in town, just got fired. You know what I mean? Now I'm working for a farmer. Got to wake up. Got to work late. Someone just stole my Honda. The cops you fought just got it. News today. Thought, you just got the news today that you got to pay a hundred dollars to get your fucking car out. Like didn't where's have, the? Didn't have a hundred dollars, but I had to fucking come there. Hundred dollars. Yeah. So what happened? You showed up and you're like checking it out. Did they leave any like fucking? There, there was a knife in there. What? There was a knife in there. After I got back home, I found a knife in there with blood on it. No. Oh Called God. the cops, and they came and confiscated the knife. Never heard boo about it since. Oh my That's God. That's fucking creepy. It is very creepy. All you sleuths out there, hit the internets. They were from Frazee. There was know, there was no stabby activity during that time, or Not the cops just didn't care. Not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> Look at Mike coming with the fucking stories. Really? That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, it is super fucking creepy. Did you feel weird driving the car after that thing? I did a little bit. But like then, someone could have been stabby raped in here. But then you're like, "Hey, it's my car." Yeah, <laughs> beater with a heater. Yeah, right. That's all it was, <laughs> beater with a heater, and some Creed playing. You know what I'm saying? That'll you can forget a lot. You can forget about a lot with some Creed playing. You know, fucking. Let's just take a second, and let's just let's just take a second. 
this place I'll show you everything. I tried out for a band in ninth grade. There was a music shop across from Central Central Campus um, in Minot, J and J Music, uh, and uh, we had started a band. It was called Delta Eight. We played Credence Clearwater Revival covers, and we had my guitar player. Shout out to Jared Myron. Had was pretty much just getting his guitar strings and stuff. We'd go like smoke cigarettes in the alley, and then we'd fucking go to this music store. Well, my cousin, my dad's cousin Brad Birdall was singing for this band. But he went to fucking jail or something. So they're like, we want you to try out for our band. And I was like, okay. What do you want me to sing? And they're like, do you know any Creed? And I was like, fuck yeah, I know some fucking Creed. Well, anyways, they passed on me. But that was fine. Yeah, I ended up being a successful musician and playing bigger venues than all of them anyways. But I did a fucking no microphone, impromptu, fucking acapella Creed fucking audition in two, 1999, 1998. And they're like, you're just not professional enough. And I was like, I just don't do enough meth, you fucking cocksuckers. And I can't get in the fucking, and I can't get in the fucking bar. So, but if I'd have been able, if I'd have done more meth and had a fake ID, I'd have been the fucking lead singer of a fucking Creed cover band. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> no, I don't know about the meth, but at least, at least cigarette, like at least a bunch of cigarettes and a bunch of fucking Milwaukee's best. So, and you a can, fake ID. And a fake ID I'd have been in. But Brad was an amazing singer. Shout out to Brad. He probably he probably does listen, but so yeah. Farming. So you got into farming. We're 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 working down the timeline of, of Mike of Mike Bakken. So you're in the combine listening to Creed. Mm-hmm. Loving the farming. Loving the farming. Because at that age Who'd you farm for then? I farmed for a family friend. Okay. And known known them all my life farm for them and was just living the life loved it and uh was trying trying to come on full time they just they just couldn't make the numbers work and everything so then i was like went to a uh temp hiring agency which is how i originally ended up at valley petroleum equipment correct so i was out here trying to get jobs you know what i'm saying that's where you go if you need a job you just go to a fucking and yeah, and I worked for the for a competition of Valley Petroleum and worked for them for eight years, did installs of petroleum equipment and everything, and just building gas stations, loving it. I, I, I truly love the So how petroleum. long have you been doing what we're doing now? I have been doing this since 2003, so 19 years. Holy shitballs. Yes. Love it. Love the petroleum in- yeah. industry. It, Some it of the is, best people. You'll it, it is so unique. Um, it's hard as fuck. It, yes, it's yeah. hard. It's a lot of components. It it's is. a lot of it, things it, that have to come together, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's really, I don't mean to get too serious. We'll get funny again, but just so everybody knows, like, the gas station game is fucking wild. It is. Where the general public, they pull up to the quote-unquote pump. That is not a pump. The pump is in the tank. There is so much regulation in between the tank and the dispenser, as we call it. Um, EPA is involved 100%. We play nice with them. We, we play, play nice with everybody. We play though. nice with them yeah. very, 
because we have to. Right. We have to play nice with and, them. And they facilitate the friendliness, I think. If Correct. it were different, they could be a little standoffish, you know? Correct. Uh, Correct. But they, they choose to, they know that we're out there to try to, realistically, why are they out there telling people they need to change things? And then they should be nice to us because we're the ones that are actually going to, if they care about the fuel hitting the ground, we're the ones that are going to stop it or fix it, right? Correct. So. Correct. Where if, if, if fuel hits ground, it's a big deal. We all realize that. Right. We we do not, as as a society, as the world, we do not want fuel hitting the ground. Even though it technically comes from the fucking ground, but whatever. It comes from the ground. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, it, there there is so much regulation. Um, and, and I think like a big common misconception too, even just like right now, Oh, I guess we're getting serious. Who who would have thought that we were going to do that? But um, with the gas prices the way they are, a lot of people think that. I think a lot of people think that like gas station owners are the ones that are setting the prices. Like they like they're like, oh, I see an opportunity. I'm going to make a bunch of money off gas, and and that's not the case. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of they get pennies on the gallon, right? Correct. Because their money is from. Selling is getting you through the door, right? Getting you inside and selling the Twinkies, selling the Snickers, selling the, the pop, coffee, right? Everything. Yeah. Yep. It, they're not making money on gas. The gas is to get you there. Yep. And essentially exactly. they make the money. So, but I mean, you wake up as like a small like station a owner. Convenience store. Exactly. Well, that's why it's a convenience store. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a grocery store that has a, uh, a pull outside, you know, exactly. essentially. But I, I think it's crazy that, you know. You could wake up one day or just, you know, just after talking with people right now in this market, they don't really, it's not, it doesn't affect them too much. But if you were to buy 6,000 gallons, like a tanker of fuel at fucking $3 and 50 cents a gallon. And then, and then two days later, gas goes down to two ninety nine. They got to eat that cost, right? Correct. Correct. People don't realize that. So I, I don't think that it's as stressful on them as when you start to see a volatile market, especially with larger companies coming in and, and, and being able to buy fuel at 20 cents cheaper. And, and essentially there's someone always in town that's setting the price that everyone else is having to follow. Right. Correct. So, but you could wake up one day and now what used to cost you two fifty a gallon for, for 87 now costs you four fifty a gallon. So every time you fill your tanks, you have to come up with double the money to fill those tanks. Correct. So essentially your investment, you have no control over your, I guess your investment, right? Correct. So so it's not like, I think it's just hard for C-store owners anytime, right? Because of the volatile market and you get, you get the larger corporations in here and then they set the price for the town and they're trying to keep up. But then also you have the next day where, it could cost you double to fill your tanks, and you have to find that money somewhere. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's fucking crazy. And so, I mean, I think that owning a C-store is probably the hardest job. One of the harder jobs. I mean, I don't... That, that's why they're going away. Well, yeah, the mom and pops Yeah, it's almost gone. Away. And it, it's like a design. It's almost by design. It's like how Walmart's took out fucking hardware stores. Mm-hmm. And my parents almost bought one. And and then we talked them out of it because yeah. it's fucking not worth it. It's really not unless you're doing bulk fuel and doing some other things on the side. A lot of times, propane and bulk fuel is subsidizing the fucking C store, right? A lot of, with, with the co-ops and stuff, they're doing that, and that's floating their business for a lot of it. Exactly. But 
this has gotten too fucking serious, so we'll just back out of it. Yeah. But it's it's crazy. I think that, you know, gas prices are tough. I mean, operation costs for people that have to send crews and, and all that, it's, it's fucking wild. You should have just been a farmer. Should have been a farmer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then we all wouldn't be here right now. That's very, very true. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty crazy. No, the industry that we're in, I think a lot of people don't understand it. Um, and I don't think really anybody knows. But, you know, I think that a couple of years ago we had a plan to, like, build some infrastructure and, and be more, I guess you could say, reliant on our own oil. And they shut it the fuck down because some people decided to go out to the river and fucking make a stink about it. Mm-hmm. And now this is the direct impact of that. I, I, it, and maybe I'm stupid. Maybe there's people out there that know way more than me. You know, I don't, I don't fucking know, but it has to be a direct income, you know, or uh, excuse me, a direct income, a direct fucking Correlation. result, right? Dakota access pipeline, you know, things like that, move the oil around. And they're saying now there are refineries on the fucking East coast. Anytime they hit a hurricane or anything, that's why we're seeing shortages. We won't even talk about Russia, but why the fuck would we be buying oil from Russia anyways? Is it cheap? You know, do we have, is it past deals that we have to honor? Is it just so in fucking twined with the politics of everything that we have to buy that oil? Or I just don't really understand all of it. Yeah, it's, it's something beyond our, yeah, our above knowledge. our pay grade, yeah, right? Exactly. Leave that to the fucking people. But <laughs> we, we do petroleum equipment. So do you, you never seen yourself doing petroleum. You just happened upon a job, an evil company. Upon, and, a, uh, upon the job. Yeah, and then, and then it, it just kind of took her from there. Took her from there. Exactly. So you're like diesel then, mechanics. And fuck and that. In your lap, you seen a bunch of petroleum equipment salesmen, and they were fucking running around in cowboy boots, and their knuckles weren't all swollen. So you're like, fuck it, I'll do this. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I love the industry. I I truly do. It like I've always said. Once you get oil on you, you do not get oil off of you. That's very it's, true. It's it's tough. High stakes, but high reward in a way if you know your shit. You know? Yeah. We're part of an institute of petroleum equipment, and I have gained great friends across the nation. From Massachusetts, Louisiana, to California. There are I've never really seen an industry where everyone kind of helps each other out. Exactly. You could be worst enemies, but if you need a part, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you need something, it's just well known throughout the industry that, like, everybody's a team. Exactly. I I wish it was like that for more aspects of things, right? Yeah. We might not like you. We might have lost a job to you. We might think what you sell is shit, but if you call us and need something, we'll probably fucking give it to you. And same, right? And back and forth. Yeah. Last year, a friend of mine from Alabama... He needed help down in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and Pensacola, Florida. And we sent the crew down there to help them in the winter because he's like, you guys are frozen out for the winter. Come down to Alabama and let's do a, do a gas station. So we did. And it was it was a great venture for both of us. Right. Him, we, we helped him out, and I kept my guys busy. Well, I mean, it. it yeah, I, I wonder if they, like, seen the North Dakota boys work and then they looked at their Alabama boys and it's like, you fucking see this? You see this? You son of a bitches. This is how it's done. Go drink some fucking milk and eat some corn or something. Love, love my Alabama boys. Their work ethic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little different where they always have tomorrow. Right. We, 
we up here in, yeah. in in the Midwest, we do not have tomorrow. Right. We, we always say that our our season is from May 1st to November 1st. Any other day is bonus day. Right. Down there, they they can be working January 12th. I think because of the Bakken, <laughs> Mike Bakken, <laughs> because of the oil in North Dakota and because of agriculture and because of just a lot of things. I mean, we're not Montana, so we're not fucking, was it John Dutton? What's his fucking name, right? Who's the guy? I don't know Yellow, the first Yellowstone? Name. From Yellowstone? Was it yeah, John, John Dutton? Dutton? Yeah, we're not, there's not, I mean, there's more John Duttons in fucking, in, in North Dakota than there is in Montana, right? Realistically. Yes. Yes. There's Absolutely. way more cattle ranchers in North Dakota than there is to our neighbor state. So they've kind of, I think, the area, but realistically, South Dakota and North Dakota are way more fucking Yellowstone than Yellowstone. That's what people don't realize. Yep. Back to what I'm saying, though, is... Montana gets the credit now for a bunch of cowboys, right? But there isn't fucking weekend. There might be, but the amount of fucking rancher rodeos that are happening, the guys that are actually working cattle, that are actually showing those fancy horses, that really came from, realistically, where I come from in Minot, and like uh, cattle capital, I can't remember what it's called. I don't need the computer. It's fine. So, But that's what I'm saying. If you are from North Dakota, which I found this because I traveled the United States, you can pretty much walk on and get a fucking job anywhere you want. Where are you from? North Dakota. Don't even need a fucking resume. Yeah, exactly. North Dakota's got that work ethic. It's, it, it's prized across the nation. Sometimes North our Dakota, guys, South Dakota. Sometimes our guys surprise me with their work ethic because I like they fucking go hard. And it's like, I don't even know where your guys' motive on. You want to work that hard? But they just do, you know? I, I worked that hard for a long time. I did that. I was that guy. Like, I, It's that fucking get it done fucking attitude, you know? But now it's like, well, you can't find anybody. It, it's tough to find someone. Usually before you could find people and then take a chance with them. And then every once in a while you'd find somebody in the industry. But now you can't even find people out of the industry to take a chance, you know, on. Like, it's, it's I don't know. Exactly. Like, where, where you can't find the guys that want to come in and work. Right. Without, like... Does COVID happen? Well, no, not even... Uh, yeah, yeah, but... They, COVID uh, is bad. They, the only guys you can get are, like, you, you know, you want you, you want rough, fucking, hard-handed guys, but, but then not really either, you know? But you can't even find, like, rough, hard-handed guys anymore. Like, where the fuck did they all go? And, I mean, and, and what's the future advertising fucking thing where we... Make working in petroleum fucking, you know, glamorous. I don't know. Like you see, like Dakota Fence. Shout out Dakota Fence. Those guys are awesome. I started at 3D Specials in Dakota Fence out of high school, and uh, I really like their social media campaign. I like what they've done. They tell stories. That's a great company to work for. One of the best structured companies I've ever worked for. But they had to get creative to get guys. Like I seen their radio ad. It's like, do you like working outside? Fuck no, I don't fucking like working outside. <laughs> Who the fuck likes working outside? I mean, in the summer, maybe in the summer. I don't know. Well, from June to July 7th in North Dakota is okay. Yeah, I mean, it's decent, but there's like- yeah, there's, there's like a month in there. There's yeah. a month. Yeah, there's like three and a half weeks where I fucking want to work outside. But other than that, fuck you. It's freezing cold or it's windy as fuck. I don't care if it's 90 degrees. If it's 70, listen, 68 degrees out in North Dakota, if there's a 40 mile an hour wind, I don't want to be doing a fucking thing outside at all. 
Fuck that shit. Even if it's warm. Even if it's warm, the wind, I would rather work in the cold and rain than in the wind. The wind fucking takes it out of you. Yes. It literally strips away. You are literally fighting not only gravity, but a fucking side velocity all fucking day. So yeah, shortages. They say that there's diesel diesel shortages on the East Coast now. Loves is sending out shit. They're saying that you might not be able to find diesel. It's like, when the fuck do we open our fucking eyes? When the fuck do we start making a plan? When the fuck do we really get honest on both sides of the aisle, start the fucking red, white, and blue party where we can all come to a summit and fucking solve the problem of, of not having any more food in fucking four months? Because if they don't have diesel, right? If we don't have diesel, we don't have farming. We don't have fucking transportation. I just feel like truckers have gotten a bad rap. You know, like, just because you pull up at the fucking truck stop and they're a little bit, you know what I mean? They got white sweatpants on and they look a little bit rough. But, like, I don't think people know, but, like, the ugly fucking truck drivers of the world, of America, are literally keeping everything going. Everything. Yeah. So it's, like, it's not a glamorous it's not a glamorous fucking job. You're away from your family. It's like, how do you get people to drive truck? You know, you, a starting salary for a Walmart driver is like $120,000 a year. Dude, I don't think people realize that. Like you can make a lot of fucking money driving truck, a lot of money, but, but you got to be away from your family and you got to be away from your family and you have to jump over the stigma of being like a fucking a lower crest yeah lo- they made truckers from in the 70s they used they used to have semi races the like, convoy yeah the convoy they had fucking like they kenworth would put on big fucking things being a truck driver in the 70s was like it was like the job right yeah. it, you know cross tops fucking rock and roll music mm-hmm. like and then slowly because nobody was paying attention and everybody's a fucking idiot we allowed america to fucking make Truck driver is a second-class citizen. Exactly. And now we're wondering why we can't get shit for weeks and months and fucking years. <clears throat> we fucking did this, you know? Like, oh, do you want to be a teacher? Okay, yeah, be a fucking teacher. You know, I think teachers should get paid more too, but like, or do you want to be a, a financial you guy? Find, you can't find teachers now any, either. <clears throat> but no. same thing. It's like, it's like did nobody realize what was happening 15 years ago and be like, we need to change the stigma on the fucking infrastructure jobs of America because now everything's ruled by attitude, right? Exactly. Like the trades. Right. You you are a lower ca- class citizen if you are in a trade. If you're a tradesman. But you don't realize, like, the guy working that's giving you your home mortgage, right, that's fucking two years in, he's a banker, he's making like 60 grand maybe, 55. Yeah. <laughs> but the plumber building a house <clears throat> is making a million. You know, exactly. or if he owns it himself, right? Exactly. Or he's making he's, he's 500,000. Great job, yeah, but but he he has the trade, the plumber, the framer, the electrician, right? And and if you know, not a laborer, but a guy that like learns the trade, electrician, exactly. uh, you know, mechanics are a different game. They kind of fuck mechanics. Mechanics the same way, yeah. With the technician pay and all that, the fucking hours and having to get things done fast. It's like, what are we regulating? If we're not regulating the future, where's the dog? Is he hooked up, Leonard? Yeah, Leonard knows. But I think this—I think that where we are now is a direct correlation with making technology kind of like the flashy job, right? Yes. If you're not—if you're not working for, you know, 
<clears throat> a Fortune 500 company? Well, fuck a Fortune 500 company. If you're not doing something that, like, you're sitting around a campfire of people and you tell them and they think you're smart for doing it, it's like, then people won't do it. And and we still, there are tradesmen that are still doing what they're doing. But it's like, I don't think you realize that the, the fucking, you know, not the Swift driver, right? Because that's different. But, very, very different. Right. Swift. <laughs> but the Walmart fucking semi that you'd cut off and fucking looked at weird, or the guy that jumped out hobbling to fucking, you know what I mean? Go grab a fucking snack at, at a fucking gas station. That guy makes $75,000 more a year than you. Just because he doesn't fucking show it doesn't mean that he doesn't have a trailer house in fucking western Minnesota with fucking $500,000 worth of broke down vehicles. They just show their wealth in different ways. Exactly. But I mean, how the fuck do we hire truck drivers? How the fuck do we hire tradesmen? How do you hire a plumber? When when it's been looked down on, right? Why? Because of academics? It's like, if you don't go to college and have some learned fucking scholar job, then then you're not, then you're not like keeping up with the fucking Johnsons, right? Who the fuck? Anyone that's smart knows. And if you can find out quick, then you will know. But it's like, why would we not put emphasis on trade? Like on a trade, you know? Exactly. In craftsmanship. Exactly. I blame the universities, realistically. I think it's exactly what it is. Well, yeah, because they're... they're you got to go to college. You got to fucking do this. You got to do great, that. You got to get good grades. I know most of the successful people I know that really made it now, they got terrible fucking grades. They were fucking shitty. We were fucking little fuckers. Like, we probably... We graduate and find a different job. The best... The best experience you can have in life is like failure and adversity and being around a bunch of fucking weird people because you'll instantly start questioning shit. When you grew up around a bunch of fucking weird fuckers and shady shit, you instantly will question everything that happens to you. Like the kids that grew up in a household where nothing was out of place and all their friends and they, they could pretty much like tell you what their month or year was going to look like. Those kids... I don't really know what they're doing. Are they accountants? I don't fucking know. I mean, good for them, but the kids that grew up fucking, like, with weird people around and, like, you know, my dad had some fucking weird friends, some rougher people, things like that. Like, that's that's where you learn how to cut the bullshit. And if you can cut the bullshit, if you can fucking hold your own in a conversation or you just, like, grow up and find logic at 30 years old, that's that's the... If you if someone wanted to come work for us, right, we could probably filter them out in like 15 minutes or at least know what they're about, you know? Exactly. When you meet people in the industry, like for us, it's like everyone's pretty much just like us. Like, it's, 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 you don't see too many outliers. Like, we know what to expect, right? Exactly. Like, everyone's kind of like, oh, he's a fucking straight shooter. You're probably not going to get much by this guy. He's probably going to question shit and he'll probably stand by his convictions. But it's like, where the fuck did, you know, there's just not enough weird people around. There's too many normal people. I think it's the blue ribbon syndrome, you know? Everybody gets a blue ribbon. It's like all the things you want to protect your kids from are actually what they should be experiencing because that's what makes you a fucking self-sufficient, really, like, hard person. Like, the sissies, they don't, they're not getting jobs. Now. Or, I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. They're working from home. <laughs> Shout out to all my fucking software engineers or whatever. I'm not saying that, but 
It's just like, at what point? No, I know. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, Lisa just gave me eyes because she works for an evil software corporation. I'm joking. They're really actually pretty cool. And I work for home. But at what point do we realize that we need to make an emphasis, right, on trades or, or you know what I mean? Subsidize some of this shit. Like truck drivers, you know, you're going to subsidize electric cars. You're going to, they're throwing money at electric cars like nobody's fucking, this is coming from someone that works in petroleum, but you don't think people realize the people that are working for the petroleum companies or the, the petroleum equipment companies are probably more educated on electronic vehicle infrastructure than any of you motherfuckers. Cause we want to sell it. We want to do it. And we talk about it all the time. So anyone that thinks like it's like gas against electric, it's really, maybe if you're selling actual gas, but like if you're selling equipment for petroleum, we don't care if it's petroleum or fucking nuclear. If you come up with a nuclear engine, and they're selling a nuclear fucking recharger. We'll probably sell a nuclear recharger, but I just think that it's they're throwing money at it right now, and they're hoping that it's going to happen. And it's, if they threw some of that money at maybe a little bit of petroleum infrastructure and or just like a campaign to change truck drivers or or subsidize truck drivers, if you can't if we can't afford to pay truck drivers a living wage or or something like that, then start some sort of program where. They buy them a fucking truck. They've, I mean, this could be me stupid talking, but how many times have they bailed out Chevy or, or you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they, you know, like the old school shit, like get a fucking acre of land and a mule. Like, why the fuck can't the government spend a hundred and fucking $20,000, right? And, and offer trucks to people that want to be fucking truck drivers. Something like that, you know, like we got to put an emphasis this got really political kind of quick. But fuck Very them. political. It's, it's my fucking yeah. podcast. I can do whatever I fucking want to. But in the same breath, though, like uh, electric vehicles, it's not... Sustainable? Yeah. Well, that's the word. I, I really can't speak on it because I don't know. But from what I've learned about just the charging stations is that unless that place has a really, really fucking fast 480-volt three-phase charger, which will cost them more than that fucking thing will ever make them, then you're going to be sitting there for a long fucking time. Exactly. And everyone that sees, like, has this grand fucking, like, dream of buying a Tesla and hooking it up in your house, do you realize what it's going to take for you to get that thing to charge if you go out to the bar with your friends and don't get home till 2 and have to be to work by 7? Like, it... And not even, I don't even know how much electricity costs. I don't know how the fuck they, I don't know how, I just pay the bill, right? Yeah. I just pay the bill. I don't know. You know, like how much does it really cost? That's that's what I'm asking. But I, I just, just know. I just don't think it's sustainable. I can only all. speak from what I know and that's being an outside, like an, an onlooker from, you know, from a work standpoint where people are, I'm talking to our customers who are literally waiting for the government to subsidize it so that they can get one. They subsidized the electric cars. Um, when when the hybrids first came out, you got like a fucking $4,000 credit for the hybrids. They did all that. It's like, I don't understand why we're putting so much money to future projects, but we're not putting any of that energy or, or money towards the things that we actually need right now. Correct. And it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. We're watching it happen. We're watching it happen. It, it's fucking bullshit. But, yeah. So, we well, can lighten it up. I mean, I could be political and say, thank you, Joe, Joe Biden. 
Let's go, Brandon. I don't even care. Fuck it. I'm not even. I'm. I'm like a. You know. I'm. I'm like a Joe Rogan on the whole thing. Like he. He. You. Everybody knows he's kind of right, but everyone knows that he kind of gets the. He's kind of left too. Like when it comes to humanitarian things, I want people to be taken care of. I'm not a fucking Trump tard. Can you say tart? Can I say that? Can I say yeah. Trump tart? You yeah. just did. Yeah, I just did. I'm not going to fly a flag. I'm not going to fucking blindly. I would like a fucking president with some poise and fucking business know-how or just someone to be honest that can fucking unweave the interweavings of the bullshit. And maybe think about babies because of fucking formula shortage. Yeah, not even to get started on the fucking formula shortage. It's like, why the fuck did the Simlac fucking factory get shut down they shut it down and then they kept them shut down how the fuck it's does that still shut down. maybe they did give them money and i'm too, i'm uh, it's too late for me to look it up but like don't you think that someone from the fda should have fucking realized what was happening and been like hey we should probably get these simlac people some fucking money so that they can upgrade their shit so that we can get back to fucking pumping out formula but nobody did that nobody gives a fuck everybody's watching fucking johnny depp and fucking poop pillows and all that bullshit. Yeah. What a fucking thing that is, huh? How would you like to have to fuck? How, how is it worth have... it? How is it? I mean, we're, everybody we're knows. Three weeks into that I don't, crap? I don't yeah. care who you are. That, that you've had, if you're like the, if you're like a head of your church and you fucking Bible read and save puppies and do whatever, you've had some nights with your significant other that you do not want to fucking talk about. I do if you and if you didn't then you're not anyone I'd want to be with but could you imagine could you fucking imagine he's got to be paying that lawyer $100,000 a day or I don't know what 15 15 $25,000 a day but it doesn't even matter but just imagine if you had to pick one day one day your worst day and then explain it in front of the fucking world I'm not a movie star so I don't care but and then imagine like how does she come out of this? Or he'll probably be fine, but he's kind of old and decrepit. He's going to go Aussie, I think. He's going to be like, Sharon, where's my burrito? I pissed on the rug. Mega pint of wine. Right, mega pint of wine. But she. I also think she's crazy, too. Well, I think. You oh, think she's shit, crazy? Batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He left a fucking like wife and daughter. I, I mean, she's like, what? She was voted like the hottest woman on fucking earth or some shit? But. I don't know. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. I do not know. But, I mean, just imagine. Even just having to tell. You could set one person in the room and have to be like, all right, tell me about this argument you guys had. And they'd be like, nope, nope. I've erased that from my brain, which is another thing. How the fuck can you be that fucked up on drugs? They said he had a jar of cocaine. And remember And be drunk. And how the fuck are they recalling things it's well known that you can make shit up in your fucking head and you can believe it and stories change. And you know what I'm saying? Like if you ask me what I was doing last year, well, I know what I was doing last year on this day, (laughs) last week. Oh no, wait, I know what I was doing 10 years ago today. Oh yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Here, I'm just going to do, keep that fucker over right there. There it is. So, (laughs) We were when I originally worked for Valley Petroleum. I know we're jumping around, but this is my podcast, and do the fuck we want. We're in the forest, so when I, when I originally worked for Valley Petroleum, me, Mike, Brent, Audison, who else? Robert. Robert no, was Robert there? Yep, Robert was. And there. then Kurt showed up too. Kurt showed up the next day. Yeah, so we went to McCluskey, North Dakota, to do a fuel job. 
Looking back on it, I don't know why we had so many people there. There should have been two guys there, but there was fucking four or five. I don't four. know. Why the <laughs> fuck do we have so many guys there? Because it was going to be a good time. Yeah. So, and it was a good time. <laughs> no, there's a difference between a hotel and a motel. And this, this was, was a, a fucking motel. Hotel. <laughs> no tell. No tell. This was a no tell. This was motel. a no tell. So we show up. It's a one floor thing. It smells like mold. Drive up to your room. Drive up to my room. I get in there. There, the fucking washcloths were stained. I went to take a fucking shower because we worked or had done whatever for a good part of the day, not like a half day. I go in my shower. There's no fucking shower head. It's just shooting out of a pipe. You know what I mean? I mean, this is I, literally like 10 yeah. Years this ago. is true. Exactly ten years to the day. Ten years to the well, day. Unless Today. it's what is it midnight? Yeah. So ten years to the day, yesterday or today, whatever. Five fourteen. So there's a bar on this place, which oh. which which hotel do you know in anywhere? Right? It's like in Nevada, maybe on Route sixty six or something. That you have a hotel with a bar, and so we fucking we're like, let's get it going. We didn't eat anything. Maybe like a Pugsley sandwich or some shit at noon that day. So we're like, let's all meet up. We meet up at the bar. We all come together. This fucking slutty bartender. Shout out to slutty bartenders everywhere. She knew what she was doing. Pulls out this jar fucking ever clear gummy bears and she's like you guys want one and we're like we'd what? eat a fucking hunk of shit if you if you fucking <laughs> want us to no, yeah we want all of so them. i think she's charging us like five bucks a piece for them or something no, stupid I, I think were they like free? a dollar a piece yeah something so she's putting them in shot glasses and she's pouring some of this Everclear in there and we're Even slamming on top of it oh yeah so oh, this is after like, this is after like what 40 bush lights at least yeah 40 10 bush each lights. 10 oh. each 10 each probably is what we were doing so we, we fucking called dinosaurs that night. We fucking, we, we transcended into a different galaxy. Did you time travel? Oh, fuck. Oh. This is where it gets, this is 10 years ago. The only reason that I remember you, this yeah, is because say, every year on this, this date, Mike or Brent sends a text and you can look at our thread. I was just looking through it today. It was like seven, six, six years ago. This happened today. Seven years ago. This happened today. We've gone a year without talking. Eight years ago, this happened today. Nine years ago, this today's the the 10th anniversary of McCluskey. We'll call it McCluskey Fest. So this that's where the night drops off. They didn't have food. We thought they'd have food. They didn't have any fucking food. So we, we never- just had gummy bears. <laughs> we never ate. So No, it was terrible. I, right, they just had gummy bears. After, okay, this is the night. Showerhead, gone. Get to the bar, have beers. Everyone's talking, having fun. It was hot as fuck out. Um, smoked a couple heaters, went in, and then the gummy bears happened, and then fast forward to the next morning. <laughs> oh, Fucking 6.30, we had to be there early, it was stupid, because Kurt was coming at the time, and we still had some overwatch from Steve, so we were like, fuck, we have to be there. So we show up, we get in the truck, and I'm the only one that can get out of the truck. Nobody, everyone was so fucking hungover that I'm the only one that was able to get out of the truck. So I get out of the truck and I start working. And then fucking Kurt shows up. And then Kurt starts working. And then everyone, I'm, they're like, what's going on in there? And I was like, oh, they need a little bit. Kurt's like, oh, okay. So I throw up fucking behind a fence. And then slowly everybody kind of comes to life. And then one <laughs> guy comes out of the truck. I think puked. I think Brent puked. We'd have to ask Brent. But And then Mike. Kind of comes out of the truck. They get a water in them, and f- you know we're wolf. We're, we're like full. We're f- like we're full. Like 
you know, fully staffed then, finally, by 10.30 in the morning. But I was hungover for three fucking days. We, we had to thread, like, two pieces of pipe in six hours. Yeah, and I went it out. It was terrible. And I went I outside. I don't know what that means. Well, but. we had to, like, hook up a thread, fuel system. Threading pipe, is like, it should take you like three minutes. Yeah, it was a job that two people could have done in three hours, and we yeah. stretched it out for two fucking days. Oh it was bad. It was bad. I still think we finished it, and on the way home, I think we were still stopping and, like, having diarrhea and or throwing up. And I remember, where was, like, the refuge where we got Powerades finally? Because we couldn't even get to a gas station to get Powerades. And I wasn't going to drink the fucking water out of that sink. Fuck that. So I don't know where we ended up. I think Kurt felt bad for us and gave us, like, he had a case of Diet Mountain Dews. Shout out to Kurt. Because he always had Diet Mountain Dews all the time. So I think we ended up chugging Diet Mountain Dews. So, which is not a good idea. If you already feel like you're going to die, you should probably not drink fucking Diet Mountain Dew. Let's take a little break. And we're back. Piss break. Number two of the night. So yeah, fuck McCluskey. We should go back there. We should, this, I, this just came to me. We should all, I don't know about Robert. We could probably do without him. He, he doesn't really play too big of a part in the story anyway. Me, you, and Brent were kind of. You gotta do something with that. Um. So we should we should go back. I mean, ten years would have been would have been oh. the time to, but maybe fifth, maybe twelve or eleven, or we just go back there and do just a podcast from sometime. that. Is that yeah. even is it even fucking open anymore? Yes, it's it's open. Oh, it, wonder it, if that same bartenders are slinging them. I doubt. We've you know if we would have had any money in our wallets. She probably would have robbed us, but we were broke as fuck. We were, so we wouldn't have missed it anyway. We were poor as po, hell. Pow. Dirt pow. You're good. I, I paid Just for most of in that. The face. I know. I know. Out of my own pocket. I know. It was a great time. <laughs> fuck you. It was a great time. <laughs> it was worth every penny <laughs> of it. Oh, God, I, just I get kind of pukey even thinking about it. You're a little creed. Just listen to it. Just let it sink in. Hope you got some big 80s headphones on right now. Just just let it happen to you. Tell me this is not music. Tell me it isn't. Just give it a second. You can, you're good, honey. Oh, tell it. Tell it, Scott. So we are at Brewer Lake Campground. Uh, I don't think many people know about this place. Kind of, I have a history here. I mean, I've been coming here for fucking ten years, but I've never had a real camper. So, camping as a new camper, there's a lot to learn, a lot to learn. But you get good at it, and then you see your kids like having a good time. And what we're doing isn't even really camping. It's glamping. It's glamping. It's even better than glamp. Glamping is like when people take airstreams and make them nice on the inside. We didn't even put that much effort into it. We just showed up at the RV store and we're like, here's our fucking credit. <laughs> Give me a monthly payment. And then, oh, I'm going to hook it to my truck and then I'm going to fucking pull it. And then you got to learn about dumping shit. Hadley pissed in it when it was like the middle of winter. And I feel so bad because I was like, what'd you do? Like, like piss would matter. I just didn't know. I was so scared. And I was like, oh, you got to de-winterize your cabin. You got to, or your cabin, your camper. You got to winterize your camper. It's not that, 
it's like camping's one of those things that a dad and a mom embarks on that you think doesn't have that many details and they're not that hard but if you miss a couple of them you can really fuck yourself like you, you should almost they sell these velcro things that go on your steering wheel that like remind you to do things it's like who the fuck does that yawn it out throw that please did you throw it you still going on that jesus christ fucking anyway so yeah we're in the middle of fucking campground i wonder if anyone knows what we're doing right now those people were listening but they're probably too drunk to fucking care Nah, they're still over there. You think they're over there? No, I saw them when I went to mix another drink. Did they say anything to you? Nope. So, yeah. The sign over there on the flagpole. Says what? It says, drunks at play. Oh, here we are. We're at play. We are at play. (laughs) We are at conversation. (laughs) We have a pedestal. I've given us a pedestal. No one should give us microphones, but no one stopped us yet either, so fuck them. I don't know how to feel about Elon Musk. Is he an alien? Yes, yes or no? Yes. You ever seen any aliens? You got any good ghost stories? No. Not any not. weird shit happen to you? No. What's the weirdest fucking thing that ever happened to Mike Bakken? You put me on the spot. I know. Nothing weird? One time when we were in Lutzen, we went down this walking path. And there was this weird family that like kind of looked off and they walked down this walking path and then we walked down behind them and there's only one way in and one way out. What are we looking at? There's a bug. Oh. And we walked in after them and we were like, oh, these people should be right around this corner. And then poof, they were gone. Gone. And then we came back out. There's no vehicle there. There's nothing. There's no other way out of this. Yeah. This happened, what, last summer? Are you you good or what? Yeah, I'm good. Are you creeped out? She's looking for them people. <laughs> no, I'm looking for the bug that's <coughs> flying around our rug right now. It's just a beetle. I know. It's just a water beetle. It just sounds funny. One time, my buddy Leo ate a water beetle like in the palm of my in the palm of your hand. He ate it for like I think we gathered like a hundred bucks and the fucking <laughs> crunch that, uh, that I heard. Uh, when he uh, did it, I will never forget uh, it. Shout out to Leo. <coughs> Leo Clemens. <laughs> Leo. <coughs> He did that. So that was fucking crazy. But so yeah, the people just disappeared. We always get into weird fucking ghost stories at your parents. Yeah, I know. I was just about to say that. Well, we have Area 61 podcast, which is all about weird shit. So we could cross pollinate. Nothing weird has ever happened. Nothing weird. Never seen a UFO or. Just the only thing that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Open it up. The only thing we ever. Like went in 97, remember Hail Bop? The comet that all the people the drank the Kool Aid to get drank Kool Aid and we're all wearing the same. Do you think they Nike made it? Shoes? No, they didn't make it. Ooh, this gets me into another 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 sequence here. Not even a sequence, just another subject. So, what was weird about Hail Bop? Hail Bop. It was just. I don't know. What a weird time to be alive. Oh, Lisa doesn't know about the Hail Bop. You don't know about Hail Bop? No. So Hail Bop was a comet. Comet in ninety seven. Hmm. Well, and I was in six. Ca- was so. it Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate. There yep. you go. And ni- in '97, they all they were where in the California, I think. Yeah, I'd have to be here. California, Florida and or something. They all drank 
cyanide Kool-Aid, right, the, or something? The, the Kool-Aid. Yeah. All wearing the same clothes, same everything. What Weird I don't, I don't remember how many. It. How and many. the thing is, is like CNN or whatever, MSNBC or whoever, they let this weird fucker on. And they, like, they literally did some interviews with this guy, and it's so fucking creepy. But essentially right. what they thought, go on, you're doing a great job telling the story, so I'll let you and know. They just, they, they all drank the Kool-Aid and... Wearing the same clothes, same like shrouds, like uh, what you would see like like altar boys in, but it had like a weird like early space emblem or something on their chest, and they thought that if they committed suicide at the exact time that the comet was coming, correct, that they would get to fucking like hop on it, right? Yes, and then and travel then get, to another fucking galaxy or some and shit. Get get to heaven at or yeah, whatever they, or whatever they, they thought they another believed. another fucking planet and they went through with it they had kids too right there all I kinds don't of know if there's no, kids or anything let's just say there wasn't because they were not trying to get dark but because because yeah it was it was happy just, podcast but let's just say okay so hail bop was the only thing that really creeped you out kind of that, that that creeped me out god it was fucking creepy wasn't it that now was thinking back out. on it fuck that's weird yeah what the fuck were they thinking and like Scientology and shit and all these people, it's like, what the fuck? What if they made it though? What if they're fucking riding the comet around, did, did fucking they, chilling? They do it right. I don't yeah, know. maybe they were right and we're wrong. Exactly. Maybe we're the idiots, you know? Who fucking I knows? I like Y2K though. Oh, and they Ooh. thought all the Best Buy computers were going to fucking... I remember Y2K vividly. That, that is, that's like my first like... Big like huge scare yeah like pandemic style everyone in america's worried yeah. about the same thing i remember knowing about desert storm and just being like oh it's not really anything you know desert storm was fucking crazy and then that, that was like desert storm times remember that do you ever remember the desert storm where they showed like the prisoners of war and then that one guy who had like sores and like fucking weird shit all over his body and i was like what the fuck do you remember that yes, they kept showing no. the same fucking people like the prisoners of war from um, from Desert Storm. I still vividly remember that. He's a roadie or a guitar tech for like big metal band. They just got off tour. Shout out to Justin. He's on What's Up Podcast. I think his fucking dad was like legit in the shit Desert Storm style. I remember him telling me about it, but but that was, we, we were in. What we year were, was Desert Storm? 91, right? 91, 92. We don't have a fucking, we don't have a young Jamie. We don't, we, we don't, don't have, have Jamie. You're lucky. I'm this sorry. this is literally rigged. To me. We're like, oh, this, this isn't gonna happen. And then somehow it just fucking all came together. We got cords. If you, I took a picture and I'll post it, but like how we made this happen is fucking unbelievable. The chances that we had the cords, a computer, fucking SD card out of nowhere. Like, SD, SD card out of my dash we have, cam. We have our mic stand zip tied to a fucking pic, to a public picnic table. <laughs> Plasti dipped. Plasti pic, dipped picnic, picnic table. table. We made it fucking happen. I'm thinking about being a comedian. Like, I, uh. I think you're funny. I know, but. Uh, from, you have to. From what I can tell, I think that being funny, and I can flow. There's times where I get into the move, you know. But I think, like, I, from whatever, from what I'm telling you, there's no like, and like what Joe Rogan and all his friends say and shit is like, there's no chance that you're just gonna like show up and be a fucking stand-up comedian. Maybe that could be true. Does anything stop you? No, nothing doesn't stop me. But I mean, realistically, I think the hardest part would just be like how to get 
two-year joke, you know. But I also don't tell the same jokes over and over. I have like a three-year rollover. Like everyone has got that joke that if it like if someone says a word or like it gets you in a phrase where you got like a zinger, you know, like hey, take it easy, and you're like, hey, if she's easy, you take her twice. That's fucking hashtag me too. <laughs> I'm happy to see like wokeness is going away. No that comment. Was, oh, that was a weird, awkward silence from you. Yes, thought you would have exactly. had a follow up. The, 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 you like the Mike I Bach and supports head, the woke. So no, I might not have said anything, but but I mean, so like stand up comedy had a choppy, they had a choppy moment there for a little while. They were really getting to it. There were some people that were fucking just just blatantly, and they fucking really got to it. You know, like I don't think there's that many Antifa people. I just think that they're diligent, and there's a bunch of them. I mean, not a bunch of them. They're just diligent, and they just work a lot. You know, like the work ethic that those people put in, they could really get stuff done. You know, maybe we just have like a little conversation with Antifa, you know, buy them a drink and just be like, <laughs> let's just fucking work let's together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did any of you want a job? <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like you really believe in what you believe in. You are a true believer in what you're believing. Could in we just else. change your beliefs a bit to like, you know making you a little, a little bit more useful and then that's that that's you know vote for me that's what i'm saying pretty much you do so, want to yeah. be a uh oh, fuck you're do i want to be a wokeness no i'm not cutting nope. this out this is this is this no, is let's raw. go let's go what's Where's the word we're looking for we'll try to see what the word was yes no you want to be in the government i want to be a public f- yeah i want to get in politics that's Yep. Yeah. Uh, what? I would be a good. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm trying. I would be a good politician. But that wasn't the word that I was. Public. I would be a good representative of the people. Yeah. But I, I was th- going to say congressman, but that. But here's the thing, and like maybe everybody thinks this, but it's like, for me at least, I'm at least like self. Yeah, you know, stupid I all. mean, but you don't think that because you're my wife and you support no. me, and, and I have like clever moments. Do you, do you think he's stupid? No, I. I, I truly think he, don't think Brenton's stupid. I, I think he right. is so smart. But yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much for the fluffing. But I'm, I'm saying it's like, not fluffing. It's yeah. truly it's not fluffing. <laughs> I'm not fluffing. But at I mean all. like that's the would I would you get in there and then people would just tear you apart, or is it just like anything else where you just gotta learn the ropes? You know, I mean, is common sense the only prerequisite for being a good got, representative? But if you got tore apart, you would know how to I, w- I wouldn't play get tore it. apart twice. You know? No, I'm saying you would know how to play it. You would know how to talk out of it. And like, why is there not a class in school that teaches you how to get involved in local government? Vote for me. I mean, there is teachers hundred thousand a year. I know that's going to piss people off. Okay, true. Police officers hundred thousand a year. Firemen hundred thousand. Ninety five thousand a year because you're egotistical uh, fucks. But we love you, and here. we know they this should honey, catch up. They should. We're we're catching up here. We're saying. Cops, hundred thousand dollars a year. Should, yeah. Okay. Teachers, hundred thousand a year. But, but you have to go in front of a special committee, which is not the school board. It's a band of parents, right? And, and it's it's like a lottery of fifteen parents, twenty five parents, and you have to interview in front of those parents, and they're going to test you on your integrity, and they might give you a question that's not that's not popular and how you answer that question is i'm just saying 
for the hiring that, more scrutiny more scrutiny in the hiring right teachers do not have it easy being i can barely handle fucking two kids going to school for teaching yeah you did go to yeah i think that would be great because a lot more people would want to be teachers We'd probably, would we get a higher, would we get like a higher, would we get a higher caliber of educators if we paid them more? Yes. Yes, you would. Or do you think we just have a bunch of shitty $100,000 fucking teachers running around? Because here's the thing. Listen, if you're a liberal teacher and you're making $37,000 to $45,000 a year, do you think that, no, because liberals have money all the time. It's funny that the biggest pain in the asses are right-leaning or left-leaning people that have money. It's like they want to spend everybody else's money, but they're tight because they bought Birkenstocks and their Subaru, and now they don't want to give shit. They all drive Subarus and fucking wear Birkenstocks. So the reason I'm going so right here is because I heard that it'll make your podcast more popular if you're, like, more polarized, (laughs) and I'm fucking over it. So fuck it. You know what I mean? Let's get... Like, Alex Jones, let's get his fucking crowd. You know what I mean? Fucking Ben Shapiro. Fucking Shalom, my guy. Let's fucking get some truth out there. Like me some Ben. Yeah, right? And, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, you know, just just wondering. So, but what does, does making a profession, does making a profession more lucrative give you a higher class or a higher caliber output? Like, what in, in the history of America... What was a job that didn't pay very much, but now pays a fuckload? Geology with oil, right? Bricklayers. Bricklayers? Bricklayers make money? See, this is what I'm talking about. I think of a bricklayer as like a drunk fucking sleep. No, no, no offense because I. No. Bricklayers. But I mean. Honestly, straight up. I knew some bricklayers growing up. Their dad were bricklayers and they all did pretty well, but they were some rough fucking guys. They're, they're very rough guys, but they'll, they'll retire at 55 years old. Just for like, you got mortar and you're throwing block or what? The union. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. We all think about the unions and everything, but bricklayers, they, they start out 18 years old and they work hard. You, you start. Do you know slit. what? Do you do you know what bricklayers do? Do you know what it entitles? Not a, not a hundred percent. So but this is what I th- and maybe I'm wrong, but just test me because you know your brother does scaffolding and shit, right? Yep. So he's he involved does. with them guys. Yep. I mean, all I, the fucking. Time. I feel like I could take a like cue. On- okay, I'm a bricklayer. Let's just play a game, okay? I'm a I, if I had a bricklayer, you're, you're an eighteen year old bricklayer. I'm an eighteen year old bricklayer. I show up at work at six thirty in the morning. Yep. Probably to a safety meeting at least once or twice a week, right? Yep. I fucking punch in. I don't get paid until it hits the paper. Yep. So however far I got to go to get there, right? You got to punch in at the shop and you do get paid. But it, a lot of times if you're not driving, you get a lower wage. So if, you, if you're if you a bricklayer or a construction worker, and I think people kind of don't know this, but if you, and this isn't selling construction jobs either, but when I worked construction, you showed up at 7 a.m. and then you got in a fucking truck for two and a half hours or Williston, four hours, and you could sleep, but you only got ride time. And ride time is like minimum fucking wage. At that time, it was like 525. So you're spending six hours of your day making minimum wage. This is why I don't know. And I'll let you follow up. So, correct. This is my 
look like 18 years old. I just showed up. We actually have a job in town, so I don't have to do that. I'm going to show up to a, I'm just starting my season. So it's going to be cold as fuck in the morning. And we get somewhere that's a big fucking gravel dirt mud pit. Cause when those guys are laying gravel, it's fucking black dirt. So you're in a, you're always working in a muddy, shitty fucking environment. You're going to go climb freezing cold scaffolding, which goes possibly what five, six floors they do with scaffolding, right? Or yep. how many? And then what you're going to do is you're probably going to go over to a big thing that drops mortar into a fucking mixing thing. You're going to mix some mortar, right? And then they have different ways of dealing with it. I think now they have like electric. Is that kind of like the way that like concrete is made? Yep, exactly. Yep, yep. Same thing. So you're going to mix up some mortar and then you roll your fucking mortar over, whether it's by hand or whether it's by a little like whatever tote, like pup thing or whatever. And then you climb the fucking scaffolding. Sometimes they have auto scaffolding, which a lot of times now they will, where you get on it and it'll go up. But a lot of times they don't. So you're climbing sketchy it's no scaffolding makes me feel comfortable i don't care if it's fucking like shot into the wall it's still scary i don't like ladders i don't like like scaffolding because it's because you're a grunt no they're not fucking clipped in no fuck that they climb you're you're a grunt and that (laughs) that, that's you have you have to the the sad sad thing is you have to earn your way to the top you're right essentially right so you climb this to the top of this thing and then they have a thing that Essentially, they're going to lift that big tub of mortar up to you, whether it's by crane or by some lift system. And then what they're going to do is they're going to lift fucking, it's like this thing. I've seen it. They like, they install it on the side of the building and it lifts like a pallet of fucking cinder blocks, essentially. And what you're doing at 730 in the morning when it's fucking 32 degrees outside and 30 mile an hour wind is you're laying mortar three floors up. And then you're grabbing a concrete block off that fucking, you're reaching out and grabbing a, a block and you're setting it on it. And then you're fucking grabbing mortar and you're doing the mortar and then you're setting the block. And then next January and the January after that and the January after that, that's your fucking life is literally Correct. putting mud on top. And it, it's a skill too, because it takes a lot of skill. You are yes. literally probably doing what seven, five to seven. How many br- how many bricks do you think someone can lay in a day? Hundred, two hundred. No, it's got to be more than two hundred. What's it a cinder block weigh? Really? Fucking forty, fifty pounds. Ah, uh, cinder blocks probably weighing eighteen pounds. I bet. So you're doing eighteen pound curls. You're doing three, four hundred of them a day. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my Up in the fucking air. Yeah. In the elements. Right? Steel toe boots, fucking cold feet. Bye. Right. But they make they make bank. So once once they're So that's a good once example. Once once they're at the top of their page. Once they're tenured. There you go, tenured. Yeah. Exactly. Well within not, the union you it's mean? Not tenured. Within your within the union, you mean? A lot of them are a union, but but they So Bur- there you go. I, th- I think he answered the question, like what's a job that didn't pay shit that now it doesn't, pays doesn't shit. pay shit when you're entry level but once once you are top tenured. top no hate to say tenured exactly well, but like it, once you're seasoned once you're seasoned you're, there yeah. you go once you're seasoned you're gonna make bank i didn't know that bricklayers it, yeah it's what it is and huh. you, you hate to say the 
ditch diggers. Yeah. Everybody needs ditch diggers. Yeah. And just like that low class laborer. The, exactly. They don't dig ditches. It's be harder to get a ditch digging job now than ever because exactly. you have to be an operator. Exactly. And now they're operating things from like computers and shit. Like well, there's a like gamer. We, we, dude. We've talked about the guy that was in Atlanta, Vegas, right? Atlanta. But yeah, digging in it in Vegas, in Vegas in a, like with, with like a, us playing Xbox. It was exactly yeah. It's like me flying he, an airplane from it's home. It's all remote control. Yeah, he's not even within the state. It's, it's just it's I ridiculous. just feel like I, I sometimes I just feel like as a country we've gotten a little bit too forward thinking. So I guess the opposite of forward thinking would be almost conservative, right? So should I be chastised for wanting tradition? You know, in the forties. A man could work one job and have a fucking middle-class car and a middle-class house and have more money, enough money to go on fucking Pan Am and have a fucking vacation, send his kids through college and fucking buy Tom Collins and the best liquor you could in fucking Paul Malls and never have to look at his fucking bank account. He didn't even have one. Correct. They paid cash. Correct. Go on a fucking bowling excursion in Vegas or Hawaii or what the fuck ever, you know? Now to the struggle that we have, and then now the thirty percent of inflation that no one even fucking realizes anymore, or not even. Excuse me. Let me. This is what I'm saying. I say smart things, and then I get ADD. You know, I got eighty of them, eighty of them motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, love. And then 80. I come off. This, HD's got this is why. Of them. This is why I need a few more years before I go into possible representation or politics. Because it's like, if I were to do that, right. What if I just went into like a city council meeting and Minot city council is so fun to watch. I watch Fargo. I watch Minot, but Minot city council, go to YouTube and look up Minot city council with the whole, like they put up a fucking lesbian, a uh, tran or what was it? Uh, uh gay flag, right? Gay rainbow flag, flag, rainbow flag. And yeah. People lost their fucking minds. I thought it was great. I fucking love lesbian gay people. I really do. Like, so that's where I'm saying like, when I give my political opinion, which is my podcast, and fuck you, there's a lot of things. My grandma is very opposing to what I believe, but like, I think that she's laughing. Go ahead, get get your laughing. No, it's fine. Love who you want to love. Love who you want to love. I don't yeah, give. I a don't care. Fuck. I just don't want my kids to starve, and I want to be able to do things and 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 not have to. We're, you know, there's 30% inflation right now that people do not realize. The feds just raised the fucking, the interest rates. So what is that going to do to everything? What does that do for the housing market? What does that do to borrow money for business? It's going to crash. I I mean, is it a bubble? Is it going to pop? I don't know. Yes. Yes, it will. Elon bought Twitter. So it was like, oh, things are happening. Right will find its way. And then now he waited 10 days too late for his fucking like FCC filing. So he made 144 million, which literally he wipes his ass with. So he might've gotten in some trouble. So now he's backpedaling because this is my opinion, but Twitter might've been pumping their numbers a little bit. And I think he found that out. So maybe it wasn't as lucrative, but did Elon Musk buy Twitter for free speech or did Elon Musk buy Twitter to make money off of it? Money. Because now he's rebuttaling, right? And everyone's like, money. oh, he's a fucking hero. He's make, he's letting people, his Chinese factories, they're not going home till like three or four in the morning and he's praising them for it. Like he's, he's a fucking, I mean, maybe that's what it takes. He wants money. 
when you, you have money. Wasn't Nikola and Tesla uh like in love with a pigeon or something? He he had a fucking romantic he had a romantic relationship with a fucking bird. Do you know that? Did not yeah. know that. He created wireless power transfer and essentially like he was like the Da Vinci of his time. Fucking and he was in love with a bird. I'm just saying that That might be false. Well allegedly. All birds are drones. You know that. Oh, this brings me to my next. Oh. This brings oh. me to my next subject. So I'm just saying Elon Musk did that for money. He didn't do it for anything else. Oh, no, I think he did it for more than that. No. Free speech. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. Why would someone who doesn't, that dabbles in technology fuck with, I mean, I don't know. How because, does he even. Because he wants money. Here's the thing. Two years ago, Tesla's broke. They're not hitting their fucking Series 35 number. Yeah, and he he's wants sleeping money. in his desk. They don't have money. And then what? Two years later, he's got a hundred and fucking forty-four billion to throw around, or whatever. Well, let's not even get into fucking Jeff Bezos. And all of a sudden, like he, the, he has money. The space race doesn't matter anymore. No one's sending up people. Virgin Mobile, where are they at? And I heard that's not even real space. It's just out. It's not even outside the atmosphere. I heard it was all bullshit. But, like, this is what I'm saying. How does Elon Musk go from almost sinking two years ago and sleeping in his office and fucking being, like, ridiculed because they think he made a mistake and overpromised Teslas to having hundreds of billions of dollars? And then now the government, this is what, this is what makes it a joke, is Elon going Musk to, money is going to this is headline news, the government is going to investigate fucking... Elon Musk for a hundred and forty four million. It's a joke. Million or billion? Million. There this is what I'm saying. He's being put under investigation for a hundred and forty four million. A fucking piss in the bucket. Like a sprinkle of a a fucking piss sprinkle. Because he has money. But anyways, so but I mean let's not get too serious, but what's one conspiracy since we got Mike in the hot seat and we're going on an hour and a half. Are we doing Hot seat? We'll do do hot seat. Oh, we're going to do some hot seat. Some hot seat. So, what conspiracy theory do you think is true? Listen, okay, which one do you think is the craziest you've ever fucking heard and know is not true? And then follow that up with which one do you think is crazy but no, but you think is true? Putin. The last one I heard about Putin was he has cancer. Oh, that's what's going down. That's what. I, that's last conspiracy theory I've heard is Putin has cancer. And you don't think he has cancer? I don't know. I don't know. I never heard Putin has cancer. Did you hear it, that? It, nope. Yep. I haven't heard. It's that. a uh, here, here prostate first. cancer, but prostate cancer is very curable. Yeah, yeah. That's last. But maybe he just like kind of freaked out from from finding that news out, and he's like, "It's time to fucking drop the, the nukes, the Americas." I feel like they're losing, right? Ukraine is like. Fun. I feel like Ukraine was super well, evil and bad. Well, okay, we we heard about all the Ukraine bullshit. 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 We but heard about racist. No, it's not about racist. It's okay. Ukraine came on, and it just went away so quickly, that very is, quickly. That is true. Where where. We we all we're all talking about Ukraine, 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 because COVID 
we we got to go back to COVID. Everything, <laughs> everything the past what two and a half years been about COVID. Then Ukraine showed up, and Ukraine showed up, and now it's. Do you think that like kind of so, going away? Do you away think again? they just and fucking figured it out with enough data that they know that if they can just like. If they can just keep our mosquito brains onto the next thing that, that people just, like I've said this for years, yes. as long as your fucking Facebook yes. works and your debit card works and fucking, yes. you know what I'm saying? Does anyone give a fuck? You know? like well, okay, Elon Musk, we, we're circling back to him. He put all the, the um, Wi-Fi to Ukraine. Oh yeah, no the uh, Starlink, Starlink. All but he the, didn't give those to them. Why, he sold them to them. But why is not all the live stream coming from Ukraine? Yeah, that's true. Why, why, why is that not coming? Maybe it is. Maybe they're just suppressing we, we, it. We, we, uh, do we who, not see who, it? Who takes that information from Ukraine and puts it on the news exactly. if they don't have a reason to? Exactly. Every in like, I mean, I'm sure everyone that knows is well aware, but. If it doesn't make money, we're not going to hear about it. Exactly. So, but it was weird how Ukraine, Ukraine, everyone's fucking scared. And then obviously. And then, and then the oil markets went crazy, right? But then they, but then all of a sudden it just disappears. And then now we're hearing on like lower end fucking like, just like weird spots like uh, on Rogan, uh, what's his name was on? Oh fuck. He had that like old, that clown looking comedian guy can't think of it but he had like a ukrainian friend who was emailing him and and telling we will fight to the i can't even my <laughs> we're to the point of drinks that i can't even do like a good fucking mother russia but what is the ukrainian what is fucking ukrainian so like, i'm just gonna make up a ukrainian accent but like, it we sounds will, like to, russian yeah we will fight to death come to my yard i will shoot you with rpg things like that <laughs> exactly you have soiled my fucking trek pants and now you shall die I will shoot missile from Suzuki fucking two-door car right at you. Cock boom. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fucking weird that it just disappeared, you know? So now what, like, do we have to go looking for information? Or I like- mean, I saw an article the other day, but it was because it was local. It was somebody that was in Russia that got, I don't know, captured or... I don't I don't know something that they're now back in Fargo. Was it No, it was it was like from or my hometown in it was mine. No, supposedly like there was a farmer who was fucking on trial for like trying to like set up a murder or something, right? No, he was they pretty much locked him up. It was like a grain trade deal, right? Exactly. And he went there. He, he went there. And they fucking snatched him up and Yes, exactly. Did he get home? They snatched him up. Yeah. So Ukraine is like with the Biden thing too, like Hunter Biden and all the fucking oil and bullshit. I mean, there was some things going. Let's just say that Ukraine was not, and not the citizens of Ukraine who are getting their fucking huts fucking bombed or whatever. But not saying they live in huts, but I don't know how to explain it. Where are you headed, there, big shoots? You're gonna pee right there. It's a fucking. <laughs> All right, headphones on. Get it. I'll cut it. But so yeah, it just went away. But so so that's the conspiracy theory that you think is 
You think the Putin conspiracy is bullshit? I don't know if it is bullshit or not. Let me just give an example, okay? Flat Earth. Bullshit. Okay? Chemtrails? Bullshit. Cloud seeding's real. Cloud seeding's real. Right. Flat Earth, bullshit. Flat Earth, bullshit, right? So we know Flat Earth... Birds are birds are computers. Or birds are birds aren't real. Global warming. I've literally shot a fucking bird out of the air, cleaned it and eaten it in fucking three hours. So well, yeah. So did you hear me? What? How do you feel about global warming? Ooh, I think that's another podcast, possibly hundred percent podcast. I don't know enough about it. Global warming. Yeah, your name. I I think. Mother Earth is thinking this is a sneeze. Sure. Of us. Well, like Where, the glaciers, though, but. Yeah. Well, you think about but, but go Go back 10,000 years. I mean, years. it's been pretty fucking cold this year. I was going to say, think about the. The almanac. The, no. Sorry, go. Sorry. The difference of seasons. Well, I think like historically, like, I'm saying like right now. Historically, the Earth goes through climate cycles, right? And, then, and so we're not going. So you think that global warming? I'm not 100 percent sure that I think that global warming is like 100 percent like happening. I'm saying that right now. It was, it's a hard argument in North Dakota. Yeah, because it's chilly. It's chilly. Very right now. chilly. It's it's May, and. Usually I, in May, I can. Although I appreciate your I can, enthusiasm, hey, I can I can see my breath right now. I know. Yeah, May, exactly. May 15th. Like, I mean, I really, I, I, yeah, right. So, but I mean, if the Earth raises three degrees or whatever they say, and the glacial and the glaciers are fucking, I think seasons are changing. You think the Earth's just going through its like natural cycle? Yeah, and I think seasons are changing, like a hundred percent, like. A little bit like they're shifting. It is. That we're, being we're, said, like a, on a lighter topic, like. Is that global warming though, or is it just like well, shifting? Breton, think back when you went deer hunting in 1993. Mm-hmm. It was frozen, wasn't it? It was frozen? It was. Yeah, no, we hunted in the winter all the time, yeah. Now, it's not frozen. So, I, I I think, like, the like you, the beginning of the season. You mean the beginning of the season? It gets so, so snow falls faster or not as fast anymore. I just true. feel like where we come from, it's been a weird couple of years. It, it, but like when when I when I started deer hunting in in the early nineties, the it was it was frozen out. Now it's not frozen. The we had snow in October though. Exactly. But now we don't see snow till mid November. No, but we still see we seen snow in October it's not last true. year. It's not but, true snow. But so not true snow. Exactly. Global warming. But um, but it, it's shifting like it's later in November and stays later until May. We'd have to May. consult the almanac. <laughs> May. Where? We'd have to consult the almanac. <laughs> yeah. Baby pigeons, have you heard that shit? Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? No. Shoot them. We could. <laughs> we used to kick pigeons out of the fucking granary at my dad's. Fucking. <laughs> sorry. Shoot them out of the goddamn. Yeah. yeah. We didn't eat them either. Oh, no, we no, ate them. No. I mean, we ate them. 
No, I'm joking. Hey, <laughs> we, we harvested them. We, hard, we harvested them because they shit on everything. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Pigeon shit could, with enough years can fucking eat through a fucking steel roof. It's like acidic or something. something what? It happens. That's why you shoot them, eat them, and clean them. And so, but I mean, yeah. have you in have you ever in any movies or anything like you know Mike Tyson used to fucking fly pigeons? Do you know what that means? He would like let pigeons on the roof of his building, out of a fucking cage. He used to sleep with fucking Pause. tigers. Look at this. Look at that. Okay, the moon's coming over the tree. And look at that pause right there. We're, yeah. We're supposed. Whoa, that's right over my truck. Oh yeah, aren't we supposed to see Isn't like a eclipse blood, or something? Blood, the blood, blood moon eclipse. Blood moon. Doesn't that happen tonight? No, it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. I'm fucking day late and a dollar short. But have you ever seen what, a baby pigeon? Crazy, what? Look over my truck. That's there's a light over there. No, there's no light over there. Yeah, there absolutely is a light. There is no. not a light over there. Are you shitting me? Hundred percent. No, that's that's the moon. That is fucked. Up. Holy shit. Weird. I'm sorry. I got... 100% Lissa. So the moon, I guess, is in our campground. Awesome. Has fucking, like, focused on one area in a tree, and it's just lit up. Crazy. That is fucking weird. But have you ever seen a baby pigeon, is my question. Baby pigeon. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Squab. No. Like, but have you ever seen a baby pheasant? Yes. We're going to see baby robins soon. Yeah, I've seen baby pheasants because they get they, when you go raise them. We have a robin who like took up a. I forgot to tell you. That was fucking awesome. One of them hatched. No, the daddy the showed up. The daddy. baby daddy showed up. Yeah. Ooh, what's he look was... like? It's a rough uh, neighborhood. Same thing. Yeah. What is? That? I'm sorry. Like I thought that was like. It's not all right. Yeah. No. Seriously, that's not that, a reflection up. That's reflection down. That's weird, right? Is, so. That is awesome. So, yeah, conspiracy theories. We got some stuff coming up. I got a guy coming on who can, he's going to tell us pretty much what's going on or what we need to know. Um, you know, so we pulled this together on a fucking, on a shoestring fucking. We are literally in a campground with no internet. Um, in the middle of fucking, pretty much like what southeast or south? Yeah, southeast North Dakota. You should just say bumfuck nowhere. Bumfuck nowhere. We're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And uh, yeah, so fuck. I think we should just sign it out. I'm. I will be the first to say I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> we do this all the time. This is what we do. You know what I'm saying? Sit down, Mike. No, that's, that's fucking cool. That's not a yard light. <laughs> That is not a yard light. That okay. Is, that is the moon. Well, we can't get over the moon, but can we at least sit down and finish the episode? Just like, give me like a, give me like an out. Just grab the mic off the thing and hold it to your mouth. There we go. <laughs> so the whole reason with bringing Mike on That's is the moon. We got him. We got him here now, and hopefully. He'll be back again. You know how we like, we like, I, I got this weird fucking sh- like thing where the people in my life get like a residency on this shit. So it's like, if you want a residency on this, you can just come into it and you'd be amazed how many people get the offer and either don't have the balls or just don't have the energy or don't want to. But so, but Mike, I'm here. 
Congratulations. <laughs> Hold on, you, sir. Oh, where, where did the right? Oh, shit. Oh. I don't know where we left off. This did it before. You didn't record it. No, I recorded it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. But That's the fucking moon, though, Brent. All right. Well, the moon is shining. So are we. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Mike. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure we're recording. Everything's fine. It was the right error. Uh, we pulled her together. Hopefully, Mike will be back on. Thanks for listening. Uh, maybe you fucking like and subscribe us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, or, you know, whatever. Just tell your friends about us and keep listening. If you want to come on, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, keep her between the lines, everybody. Thank you so much. Say bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.